Welcome to Heather Solves Everything, a how-to-do show where Heather takes credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. I used to think that I was a good person, then I met these folks. Wow. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Heather Solves Everything, a how-to-do show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. Not all heroes wear capes. Who's our hero today? Young, homeless women are pregnant, living on the streets, trying to raise their babies, and they don't know how to be a mom. Deborah Harris saw that happening in her community and decided that's not okay. Heather, what's the solution? Today, we're going to talk about how she reaches out and gives a big hug to all of the young homeless women who are wanting to keep their babies but don't know how to be a mom. She teaches them how and she gets them out on their own. Sounds like you've got this under control. We knew we can count on you, Heather. And here's the thing. They're about to move into a new house and they need your help let's get into it i am so pleased to be sitting today with deborah harris the founder of making miracles group home here in tallahassee i got to meet deborah just a couple of weeks ago and um i could not wait to continue (laughs) the conversation with her once i heard about what she's been up to so deborah welcome to heather solves everything Thank you very much for uh, having me here. Oh, well, it's such a pleasure. And I, <laughs> y'all can't see Deborah, but I just told her she's got a face for smiling. <laughs> I mean, you just, your day is going to get better when you see Deborah's smile. We will have to post a picture. <laughs> and I can see how the people who interact with you must have a, an overwhelming sense of calm. Um, when they're in your presence, because I can tell that you are just mama to everybody. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Well, so we have some things in common. Um, we're both from the New Orleans area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we moved to Tallahassee around the same, the same time. 99. Yeah. And, and I thought that was really fun. And then I was so inspired by the work that you're doing here in Tallahassee. So I'm Thank just going to go ahead and, and explain to our listeners Making Miracles Group Home is a place where homeless women who are pregnant or have a small child can live. And I'm going to ask Deborah to tell us about how Making Miracles Group Home works and a little bit about how it got started. Okay. Well, how it works is um, in the community, we have so many young girls that are pregnant and don't know which way to go. Um, most times there are um, in abusive relationships. A lot of them are in a lot of abuse, abusive relationships. Um, sometimes the mom don't agree with them being pregnant so young. Uh, and sometimes it's just the young girl just being typically a young girl that wants to be out in the world mm-hmm. and, and don't understand what it takes to be a mother. And they find themselves homeless. So we, um, some of them be in the Killarney Center. They mm-hmm. are homeless. Um, we have some that are um, in TMH Hospital, uh, Capital Regional Hospital. And once they deliver and they are homeless, um, the DCF gets involved, which is Department of Children and Family. Because if you're homeless and you don't have anywhere to go, then they have to place the child. 
And I just feel that's 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 kind of harsh with the young girl, you know, trying to make it in life. Number one, looking for love. And then she has this baby that she loves and she want to take care of it, but don't know how. So making miracles step in, we uh, they give us a call and ask us to um, do I have a bed open and I help take them in, which they can live there up to a year. And this came about when you were working, mm-hmm. so, and then you were seeing women coming in who were pregnant yeah. and had nowhere to go. And, um, and Not just the idea of just seeing it in the hospital, actually seeing it in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, um, going, I live on one side of the town, and going on the other side of the town, you see it. I mean, you see girls um, walking, uh, pregnant, or you see... Um, one time I remember seeing a young girl walking, she's pregnant and she's with the boyfriend and he's demanding her and, uh, talking down to her, disrespecting her. She holds her head down. She don't know what to do because either she don't have a family member to help her or she wants to be with him and she takes what, what is dished out, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, just watching it and then also seeing myself. As that young girl, I remember going through that. I remember um, some of them, like I was, I was in foster care system. I aged out. Um, you, it's, it's like you're on your own. It's like you have to become a grown woman at the age of 17, 18 years old and no role model. That's <laughs> so a difficult task. That's very difficult. It's very difficult. And... um I went through those situations, mm-hmm. you know, um, falling in love with the boy that he says he loved me. And I believe him because I never really had love. You know, I don't I don't know what it is. I didn't know. I don't think I know the affection part of it because you don't get that. Um, like I said, told you before, you know, if you have a baby and you cuddle this child and you kiss this child, you make face with it, you smile, you tell them this baby you love them and then as this child grow up give me a kiss I give you a kiss and you don't go through none of that you know and so you don't understand that what love is you know so you tend to look for it Mm -hmm. and it comes to you in all different forms Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. one thing that really stood out to me um, in our previous conversation was how you noticed mm-hmm. how the system of um, public assistance mm-hmm. can can really work to keep somebody in poverty right. and seeing how when you were able to um, start mm-hmm. making money and right. getting your paycheck mm-hmm. and you get a promotion right. and then suddenly you're not eligible for or, some of the help that you still needed. Right, right. And you did the math and realized... I would be better off financially if I didn't get that promotion. Right. right. And then starting to see the pieces come together of, well, this is why it's so much easier to just have another baby. Mm-hmm. You get more in your check. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't okay with you. No. Why no. not? Because it's, it, um, I call it handicapping you. You know, it's, it, it holds you back because it makes you content. But it still makes you want, you still want, but you, you don't know how to go further because it's okay to be limited to, you know, being poor. Sometimes some people, and not all people, if you've been poor, 
you come from being poor, you continue being poor, and you're okay with it as mm-hmm. long as you're making uh, the minimum right. progress. And mm-hmm. that means um, household. I mean, most times uh, some of the young girls, they give them a welfare check. They give them food stamps. They give them a project. Um, you pay $50 a month, which although the system is trying to get more better than years ago, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it was a process of just handicapping. And that, and that's mean not holding too many accountable right. for moving them to the next. Um, and maybe it could be they need um, more jobs in that line to help promote these, you know, help these girls to be held accountable. Right. You know, because if you got one worker and she has 50 cases, mm-hmm. somebody, a lot of them is not going to, you know, get the attention they need to, to make that next step. Yeah. Um, that's why when I bring them into making miracles and they, um, if they are on welfare, when they come in, you are required. Number one is to register with career source. And that way that's a great program to help you to, um, go on job interviews, learn how to write a resume and look for jobs. And that's a first start because that helps you from getting you off of the system. Right. Instead of continuing. So a lot of them, if you, we get to bring them in and we can direct them mm-hmm. in different ways to not depend on that um, welfare. So you're able to help them get out of the process of being dependent on welfare, but then you are not completely removing the the safety net. Right. You are providing them a place to stay right. and, and to love. be safe yeah. and to be loved, loved. Mm-hmm. while they are building the next step by right. interviewing for jobs right. and eventually finding a job. Mm-hmm. And... How long can somebody stay with you? They can stay there up to a year. Okay. And also, you know, just um, to let them know how God loves them. You know, they're a child of God. And we cater to them with this love. We bring volunteers in to help them with it. We have church every Sunday. We have Bible study. Because some of them don't, you know, they don't go to church. You're a young girl. You're out here in the streets. And you don't, you don't worry about going to church, you know. But when you come in as a group and you start being family, you know, this is a new family. that, And then you start seeing different things. You start seeing um, you climbing up the ladder, making a difference in your life with your child. You see people come in of different colors that are helping you. You know, it's no color barrier when people are coming in to help. It's just love. Mm-hmm. And they come in and they help in, I mean, with church, you know, help bringing them to church, um, uh, having the Bible studies. Um, we have uh, encouragement nights where we have people in the community that are professionals come in. I have a lot of young girls that I used to work with at the hospital that were struggling but maintained, went to school, went to college, became nurses, became, have them come in and talk to the girls to let them know that it is hard, you know, <laughs> I remember going through it. It's hard. I remember crying a Mm -hmm. lot, you know. Oh, Lord, why, you know. But I would cry about it. But the next day I got up and went and 
That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. Well, and it, I think that it's a testament to the example that you provide mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. of, you know, having been through the same experiences that right. they are, mm-hmm. um, but having also created a, a new reality for yourself and right. a new future for yourself. Right. How do, um, how do they find you? How, how uh. are you connected? We are um, connected with all the churches that mm-hmm. um, we let them know if they knew of a young girl that's having a problem. Give us a call that needs a home. 211, the Big Ben area, mm-hmm. you can call there and um, and tell them what your problem is. And they can, you know, if you're pregnant, you're homeless, they'll direct you to um who you need to call, or if you're single, you're a young woman, you just don't have anywhere to go and it's only you, they'll direct you to where you need to, okay. who you need to call. So 211, um, the hospitals, um, the social workers, um, uh, case workers. Um, yeah. Now, I remember that you, um, you had a house, mm-hmm. but there was a mold problem in the house. Yes. And yeah. so you are in the process of purchasing a new property. Yes, yeah. When, when will that be available for residents? Right now we are under contract. Okay, great. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we are under contract. We we over that huddle a little bit. But um, we are set to go to close November 13th. Okay, Yes. excellent. We, we How set. many will you be able to have there? Um, up to 10. Wonderful. Yeah, yes, yes. This is more bigger, um, uh, bigger home to take in. Um, we was very limited in the other home of taking young women in. Uh, very tight, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we made it work for 10 years. Wow. <laughs> 10 years we made it work. Um, but um, I'm looking for the new, you know, just um, just looking for um, what God has planned for us. I mean, this has been a dream. Um, this has been my vision and my passion for years to, um, to, to, to establish a bigger home. And, um, just some things came in the way and God said, Deborah, it's time. Yep. You know, it's time. So it was hard to do that because being in that home for 10 years, so many, um, um, special moments. How many babies have (laughs) blown the coop? Oh my God. I, I would say almost a hundred. Wow, almost a hundred. Yeah, and it's and um, just a lot of them that I have been up there, and I have because um, some of the young ladies that used to go up there didn't have parents or, or the boyfriend, so I was there for them, um, being by the bedside and holding the leg. And mm. I said, now I think I can deliver babies. <laughs> I'm sure, you could. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm think I can good. deliver a baby. <laughs> many times but it's just a joy to see um these girls come in uh so broken you know they come in real broken and as they're being there and growing and growing by the time they're getting ready to to venture off you see a big big change i mean you see a total big change although we have had a few that come in and they're just not ready mm-hmm. you know and that's where i have to figure out okay deborah this is what you did you know this is what they were supposed to do and they just ain't getting it um there's so some tough love that's too. the tough love that you have to say you know making miracles can't help you yeah you know we we have tried mm-hmm. you know so it's really um 
I have one young lady um, that came in, and she was a little hard. Um, and sometimes, you know, they always tell me that, too, my Louisiana tongue, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be mama and then I have to go back into that mode. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, 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 what we're doing here? And um, I had to tell her that she had to leave, and mm. uh, she begged me. She cried, and I was like, no, the time is up. You know, I have other young ladies out here waiting to come in that needs help and you're wasting our time Hmm. you know we are trying to help you and um she cried and cried and she left and within i say about two weeks later she called me again she said i swear i'm gonna do my best i i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and um I let her came back in. <laughs> I had a bed open and I let her came back in. And she did great. She yeah. did because she saw the love. And then now you back out there. That love is not there. You know, it's not there. You're all on your own. Mm-hmm. And she came back in. I let her came back in just to feel. Well, you know? love is the theme. Yeah, love. When, when I was writing your story, mm-hmm. um, love was the word that just kept coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. Because so much of what you have experienced was about, um, you know, wanting love, needing love, love mm-hmm. finding what you thought was, was love, love, and then having actual love mm-hmm. for your children and from your children, mm-hmm. and then expressing love to others by you know, opening, making miracles. Mm-hmm. Experiencing true love with your husband, yes. who's, who has supported you in creating Thank God. <laughs> the whole thing. And I just kept coming back to the theme of love. Yeah. And, and so I wonder, okay, so one thing love can't really do is pay the bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you pay the mortgage on this house? How are you funded? Um, whew, I tell you, um, God has held my hand. I mean, he, we... Just getting out there talking, like like just t- talking to you on the talk show. Um, a lot of Facebook posting, posting, praying that somebody hear me, you know, because it is hard. It is hard running a nonprofit. Um, we don't have any paid employees. So I try to raise as much money as I can for the program, mm-hmm. you know, because we um, it's so needed. It is so needed. But, yes, it, it's hard just trying to... Um, receive money funds for the um the home mm-hmm. you know getting people to understand that we need monthly donations how can people um, donate um we have a um you can go to my website and we have a donate um key on there mm-hmm. that you can donate directly to PayPal or you can write a check to PO box 12953 Tallahassee Florida uh 32317 okay. you can mail the check there um we just just need your help. We really need your help to keep this program going. Um, last year was, um, well, this year, actually, we couldn't have our um, banquet because COVID had started. Mm-hmm. So that canceled the banquet, which would have helped our funds for the That's rest the of the fundraising event. Yes, which would have helped our funds for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I like to give... Um, a thank you to all our supporters that has been helping us raise money for the down payment of the home. Um, we have had people come um, send checks in, called, I mean, donating furniture. Uh, I mean, and I just think that's so awesome to, you know, 
we all are going through something at this time with our families, not knowing whether we're going to have a job today or tomorrow, but you are still willing to donate to making miracles. And I am very, very appreciative of that. I love that people come together for something like that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just what a community yeah. does and mm-hmm. part of what makes our community so special. Right, right. Um, and I know that moving into a new home yes. um, has lots of expenses. Yes. <laughs> if somebody wants to make a donation of um, tangible items, what types of things do you need in the new house? Right now, we are uh, looking for bed, twin-size mattress bed sets, okay, uh, sheets, um, towels, pots. Um, a lot of that stuff we had, we had to throw it away because of the mold. The mold had went throughout the home, mm. so we had to get rid of it. Okay, so you need just household items. Yes. Um, I'm assuming that there would be some type of um, Amazon wish list. We have have, an an Amazon wish. You can go there. We need supplies, cleaning supplies. Um, That list is on Amazon Smile. Okay. So you can go there and order from there. And we'll put all of those links in the show notes. So anybody listening can just go straight to this episode and I'll have all of those links there for you. Yes. Yes. Now, um, there may be people listening now who don't live in Tallahassee Mm -hmm. and and see the same type of opportunity and need in their community. Mm -hmm. You've probably learned a lot. Yes. Since starting this (laughs) 10 years ago. What's your advice to others who feel like they might want to start a group home in their community? Um, Well, for me, I would think the first thing I would say is for advice, um, learn business part of it. Okay. Learn the business part Um, because I went in um, passion and vision and love and all this and just assume I was going to get this, you know, people understand what I'm doing and, and it, it don't work like that. Not always. <laughs> it don't, trust me. For three years, um, my husband and I, we, we paid all the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, it was me, uh, our income because we didn't really, I didn't really sit down and think about that part. Mm-hmm. I just saw a need and jumped. Right. Honestly, I did. I, I saw the need. I told my husband about it. I was like, I'm going to get this house, and I'm going to set it all up, and I'm going to have the girls. And I think more of it I was just looking at. Um, I, I, a lot of it is due to a lot of therapy for me mm-hmm. because I went through so much, you know. So I just imagine in my head, I'm very, I, I love to imagine things. I'm, I'm, that's just me. I'm just, <laughs> that's where it all starts. Yeah. Just having I'm, the ability I'm just, to imagine uh, right, something I just better. Imagine and I just saw it and I just went for it. Yeah. And I just jumped. And, um, but I didn't think business wise. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so if so, I knew then what I know yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think this was right. And, um, You also have to think about people that are willing to help you, you know, um, board members Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. are people that are uh, behind. And um, and I thank God for um, my uh, board members, uh, Jenny Sapp, Christine Thurman, uh, Debbie Skeleton, um, Lisa Hart, uh, just all these people that, you know, have surrounded me with love. Um, in helping me and showing me which way, um, and I always be, you know, God give us all spiritual needs, but at the same time, um, 
if we don't have it all, he send those people that right. do have what you need. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that's what happened. People, you know, I prayed every day, God, I need help. Can you send the people to me that has the same passion, vision to make this work? And one by one, these people came to me, you know, so he hears my cry. He mm-hmm. hears when I'm in need and he has always, always been there. Um, how those, that works. The, you know, this the say we always was on a shoestring budget, never had the doors closed. The doors only closed because I had to close them due to the mold. But um for people out there in the community just um loving on us and trying, you know, and helping us the best way they can, that's I can appreciate that. Yes. One of the things that you told me that really created a visual in my mind that I just fell in love with was um, when you said that you, some of your former residents, you'll post their pictures on Facebook mm-hmm. holding the keys to their apartment. Yes. And I can just, I, I'm getting chills right now <laughs> thinking about it because I can imagine that for you, that must be such a proud mama moment. moment and for them yeah. must just feel like just right. monumental. Right. Because they own, they, they are renting something that is for them. Mm-hmm. They're not staying with someone that says, hey, um, you have to leave next week. Right. You know, or you have to sleep here on this sofa or, you know, um, you could stay here for a while. You got to pay this or you got to pay that. And don't give you a chance to really save because what making miracles do when you come in and you get that full time job, finally gets that job. And we also help you put the baby in daycare. Well, you get to stay there a year because you are, um, you're learning, mm-hmm. you know, you're learning how to hold your money, how to save your money and you saving it so that when it comes, a lot of them have to apply for low income apartments or, you know, something um, to live. So once they are saving their money, when that name come up, you get to move out. You have your rent. You have your deposit. You can go turn your lights on. Um, With furniture, we pretty much put out a post, Mm -hmm. and there the community comes again, you know, and comes in, and they help. And what you need a bed, you need kitchen stuff, you need towels, you need, you know, whatever you need, they put together. And what someone, you know, if one person put this and another person put this, it makes it worthwhile that, hey, you have a whole house by the time they finish. I love that the the year that they spend with you mm-hmm. um, is not just shelter and it's love. Just, I call it it's not a bed and breakfast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they're learning life yeah, skills. Yeah, you know, they're learning financial literacy yeah. and they're learning how to yeah. and clean. be self-sufficient. And clean. <laughs> and clean. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We have we, um, my house mom, Miss Sharon Giles. She is a wonderful lady that she has a whole, t- she has a testimony too. um, things she have been through in, li- in her life. And I thank God for her. Um, she comes in and she, she's on my side and we have cleanup days. We have Saturday, every bed strip, cleaning the bathroom. I get on my knees. No, no, you don't <laughs> clean it like this. How you clean it? You know, you know, even with bathing the babies, some mm-hmm. of them come in, don't know how to bathe a baby. You know, I, I get on my knees get to the bathtub, put the, you know, show them how to wash their hair, show them how to bathe them, you know. So, um, and she, and Miss Sharon does a lot too. She, she's hands on, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, your room not clean, you know, you know, pull the beds out, get behind the bed, you know. <laughs> 
There are so many young women in our community who really owe a debt of gratitude mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful that you are part of Tallahassee mm-hmm. and that you saw the need mm-hmm. and you you saw where you could help. Mm-hmm. And you did it. I did it. I do. And you're still doing it yeah. 10 years later. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. You Thank didn't you. wait for anybody to give you permission. You didn't mm-hmm. wait for anybody to give you anything. Oh, you just did it. I just did it. Yep. I just did it. I love that. <laughs> That's why this show exists. To be able to shine a spotlight on people like you who see a problem and decide to solve it. And I want everybody listening to this show to go to Making Miracles group home website. What's your website address? www.makingmiraclesgrouphomeoneword.org. O-R-G. Make a donation. Go through your garage. Go through your closets and figure out what can I donate to a young woman who's pregnant or has a little baby and is moving out on her own. Mm -hmm. Make a donation. Help them get that down payment for the new house. Mm -hmm. And know that you are helping somebody get out of the cycle of poverty mm-hmm. and and get onto firm footing, surrounded by the kind of yeah. love that just Status confirmed. This problem is solved. Well, that's it for this week, guys. We did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. You can be a superhero, too. Check us out online. That's where all the information is about how you can jump in and start solving everything. Heather solves everything with a little help from everyday heroes.